Welcome back to Lucid Living, and if this is your first time, welcome, welcome. I'm so happy to have you aboard. My name is Andrew Larkin. I'm an actor, model, performer, storyteller, and today I'm going to be your host, your guide for today's podcast episode. All right, my friends, we have rearranged our room, so I am chilling in my bed with my mic in hand. I am chillaxed, feeling good. I like this I like this new setup, you know, a little feng shui, switching up the energies in the, in the space to bring in some more creativity. It's a new age, baby. It's a new age. Let's go. All right. So let's, uh, before we dive into today's episode, let's do some deep breathing. I want to, let's do five breaths of a balancing breath technique. It's a bit, it's a balancing technique, but it's also a bit more of the restorative end because the exhale is a little bit longer than the inhale. I would say more balancing is really, you know, box breathing four, 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 or in for five, out for five, in for five, out for five. But this technique is going to be in for four, hold for two out for six and then right back into it so as we inhale we're going to inhale through the nose and as we inhale expand the belly nice and big nice and big like a water balloon big 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 hold at the top one two exhale out the mouth for six three four five six and then in for four we're going to do that for five breaths so if you guys will come along with this with me on this journey i will i will count us into it let's start with exhaling all of our lungs ground ourselves into this moment and take this time for ourselves all right let's exhale all of the air out of our lungs with an exhale and let's inhale through the nose in three two one inhale two three four hold one two exhale two three four five six inhale through the nose two three, four, hold at the top, one, two, exhale out the mouth, two, three, four, five, six, inhale through the nose, two, three, four, hold, one, two, exhale out the mouth, two, three, four, five, six, inhale through the nose, two, three, four, hold at the top, two exhale out the mouth two three four five six last one inhale through the nose two three four hold at the top one two exhale out the mouth two three four five six hmm all righty let's get ourselves back into our bodies Take a nice sip of water or a nice sip of tea. I got my turmeric tea with some Beekeepers Naturals Superfood Honey. We're feeling good. We're feeling fly. Mama's doing a, a little a little cleanse right now, three-day fasting with Chef V, which is pretty cool. I definitely um, I'm thinking about doing a little restart, even just a 24-hour liquid fast. But uh, it's good stuff, man. It's, it's a good way to clean out the body. She'll tell you. She'll tell you. She's a pro. All right, my friend. Do I have any life updates? Yeah, I do actually. So I was thinking about making this episode about deadlines because I think it's fascinating. As an actor, we are really kind of hustling all day, every day, you know? And sometimes if I don't have an actual deadline, it's very easy for me to be like, okay, I can get to that when I get to it. I'm doing this, but I don't have to go all out. I'm like kind of just. 
And there's something about having a deadline where it's like urgency, let's go, let's rock and roll, bang, 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 go, 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 while also bringing in our mindfulness practices so we don't burn out. But I now have this deadline for when this film, if you guys listened to my last episode, when this film drops, it's going to be on Amazon Prime. I'm really excited. I think it's going to turn out so well. And it's such a great story. And it's a character that I'm really proud of. And I think it's just genuinely really fun, funny, funny and fun to play. When this comes out, I'm not saying anything's going to come of it, but prepare, hope for the best, prepare for the worst. No, I don't even like that right now. Hoping and preparing for what could happen if new things evolve and come from that opportunity. Like if someone, all it takes is one person to see it, to reach out to me, to change my life, right? And I want to be prepared for when that happens, right? Luck is when preparation meets opportunity. So let's say the four to six months comes around, the film drops, and I am exactly where I am right now. Do Is the footage that I have, the headshots that I have, all of this stuff that show myself as an actor, is it the best package that I can have for myself to, um, to send to someone? It's kind of like if you're a screenwriter, you want to make sure that you have, if someone important comes up to you and is like, all right, what, what, what do you have? What's your work? You have stuff in the vault to be able to pull from and say, here it is. Like you do all that work when no one's watching so that when someone notices, you're ready. That's the preparation meeting the opportunity, right? So I got four to six months whenever this phone drops to ready myself for if that opportunity comes. I'm not guaranteeing that it's going to come, but if it does come, I want to be ready for it, right? So that gives me time to really start to flesh out who, what is my type what do I want to showcase? Um, how do I want to market myself? And I want to make sure that I have content, a reel put together that showcases all of myself, the best of myself, the type of character that I want to play, the brand that I want. So that's what I'm going to be focusing on these next four or six months. And I have a list. I made a list yesterday of all the things that I want to do. Um, and keep it simple, um, keep it achievable. And I think I think it is. So I'll I'll give you guys a little bit of my list. So one of them I share with you guys that I'm writing this short film that I've been workshopping for a year, and things are starting to come up as a filmmaker. Every voice inside your being is telling you why it shouldn't work and why it can't work, and you really have to push through and overcome that to get all the pieces together because it's such a beast, um, putting and getting a film together. Best actors like everyone says it's a miracle that any film gets made short films it's a little bit more maintainable because it's not as big as a budget and not as many moving parts but still it's still a lot and i'm starting to get this little bit of overwhelm with scheduling conflicts and all kinds of things so i'm thinking of what do i really want to pull from this is there's a specific scene of this character that i wrote for myself that i really want to showcase so instead of i think we're gonna we're gonna shelf the whole project and we're just going to film that one scene because I can get all the people together um, on the 13th to be able to shoot and bang out that scene in less than a day and then be able to f edit it all together to make it look like it's from the actual film. And then also that could be a nice little teaser for someone who might want to actually potentially see it and um, fund the project if they read the script and really like it. So it could be really cool, but that's where I'm at right that for that. So in two weeks when um, the plan is to shoot that scene and that'll showcase this 
uh, an emotional, more of an emotional dramatic component of my acting. And then there's another scene that I'm, I'm working with my buddy. He came up to me and he was like, yo, would you want to do a scene together? I'm like, heck yeah. So he wrote a scene for us based off of certain characters that we want to play. And we're probably going to end up shooting that in June, in June time. So I'm really excited about that. That's another really cool, fun character that I get to play. And then again, edit that all together to make it look like it's from a scene from an actual film. And then we have Baycliff in June, which is me getting to play a bully, which is, I'm not even going to lie, I was a little hesitant of going all into the bully realm because I don't want to be typecast as a bully. But the fact that I just rapped playing a character who is funny, all love, and just goofy, and is like basically polar opposites of this character I'm playing in Baycliff um, for the pilot... I'm like I I feel like I have given myself permission to all right let's let's play let's be this guy let's play this character I give myself permission to be the essence of who he is which a lot of times is an asshole is a bully fueled by his insecurities and doing the character work to make um, him a little bit more dynamic than just a one note kind of guy but I'm feeling good about that and that showcases another side of myself because we all have these different versions of ourselves inside of us somewhere that we can pull from or just from watching people in real life or films like we can pull from a lot of things so I'm excited about that to showcase a different side of myself and a character that I can tap into as well and then lastly I want to showcase I think I actually did share this in the last episode I want to showcase my athletic ability so basketball football baseball track boxing um, tai chi movement yoga breath work what else was there that I wanted to do? I'm thinking also going to like Sky Zone and doing some trampoline parks to show that I can do some flips and stuff. So anything just to show what I can do physically because I wanted, I'd love to do action stuff. I'd love to play it um, like a sports character. Like Friday Night Lights would be an absolute dream or something like that But for basketball because I grew up playing basketball. And sports is my background, so I really want to showcase that. I remember when I was younger, sometimes like you know what you can offer, but no one else knows what you have to offer unless you showcase it to them so that's what all of these videos and all this work is going to be doing so i'm hopefully planning on putting that little reel together in may and uh, having some friends help me shoot that to make it look a little cinematic with some nice cool background music um to do that so yeah guys i'm, I'm pretty stoked about these next few months and that's really going to be in the next three months three four three months i think i can bang all those out and really want to hold myself accountable to doing that. And then once we wrap that, then uh, continuing to progress. Like when I get back from Atlanta, I don't really have anything locked in and planned out. So on to the next one, right? And yeah, so things are flowing. Things are, are feeling pretty good. And yeah, man. Yeah. So let's dive into this this episode, my friends. So for this episode, I'm really inspired by... One, after reflecting from shooting in North Carolina, playing my character, and realizing how physical he is and how much his physicality is a part of his character and the story that he tells. Like, I like to look at Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey tells a story through his physicality, through his movements. I'm really fascinated by Charlie Chaplin. I'm about to go through a deep rabbit hole with Charlie Chaplin because I think he's amazing and I have a, a thing for silent films. And I just watched Robert Downey Jr.'s version of Chaplin, which was just so cool. And I love, he was just, he's amazing. Robert Downey, like, I didn't really have a, an understanding of Robert Downey's career path. The first thing I ever saw him on was, was the first Iron Man. 
and seeing him since then. But he's he's such an act, like he's such an artist, and the way that he encapsulated Charlie Chaplin, who is a true comedic genius, and along with that, a storyteller. And the heartbeat of this episode is really sharing how much of what kind of story can you tell through your movements and charlie Cha- like silent films it's telling a story without words and charlie chaplin tells a hilarious amazing beautiful story strictly through his physical movements and his body language and his facial expressions and when i was playing around with martin who was the character that i was playing when i was shooting in south carolina or north carolina uh so much of him and the story that he tells is through his body language his movements and his facial expressions and it got me thinking how can we translate this into real life and i'm like again learning sign language learning asl you don't need to use words to communicate you have sign language but you also have your nonverbal cues your facial expressions your body language and how are we telling a story without using words and this goes back to one of my other episodes where i talk about language i talk about communication i talk about symbology and i think words are becoming very muddled and i don't think we can we can isolate it and and say that just because we are saying the right words the quote-unquote right words that we are communicating properly with others because again words are some symbols and symbols are very different from person to person they're very subjective based off of whatever your personal experience is with that word right it's an idea it's an image you say a word an image pops in your head my image of that idea of that word and your image of that word is probably very different right so how do we communicate to understand and I think one of the best ways to communicate is through body language, is through physicality. So all that being said, I really just want to hop on here, make this quick, and say and ask, what kind of story are you telling without words, right? Sometimes there's always that phrase, the resting bitch face. Some people carry themselves with that. And there's an energy that you exude, right? It's kind of like, don't talk to me, kind of. We can, we can, we can put on these different masks, and that goes aside from the resting bitch face thing. But for me personally, playing all these different masks, I was telling a story so many different ways by based off of all these different masks that I put on. Had very little to do with my words, but I carried myself differently in different environments, in different settings. I wasn't much of a talker when I was younger. I didn't have the strength and the confidence to speak my truth. But I carried myself in a certain way, and that was telling a story about myself, an unconscious story. And... The way that we hold ourselves, the way that we carry ourselves, it's an energy, it's a vibration, and people pick up on that vibration. So if I carry myself with a resting bitch face, it's sending off all these signals as I'm not approachable versus maybe you you carry yourself with a little bit of a smile, your chest is raised, um, there's a confidence to you. People feel differently around that. And how we carry ourselves non-verbally is is one of honestly the greatest forms of communication i think when it comes if we start reflecting on our relationships with others our relationships with strangers how do other people perceive us that's one of the great things about being an actor it's not about thinking you know your typecast it's asking other people how do you perceive me and how well is our awareness to how other people perceive me is how i look at myself the way that other people look at me as well or are they completely different right and that can be a big ego crush a big ego crush but it's really important because are we congruent, are we in alignment, is how we think, act, and feel, metacognition, Dr. Joe Dispenza, is that in alignment with who we are and who we want to be? And is the way that we're thinking about ourselves, is that actually 
reading to other people? Are they picking up the same thing? Like I try to carry myself with no judgment. And I feel like when you carry yourself with no judgment, there's a magnetism where people feel safe around you. If you have this unconscious, this deep-seated judgment where you don't actually express it, but you're exuding it because maybe you don't feel like you're enough and, and all of your internal stories, then there's this energetic block that closes you off from other people coming up to you. I like personally, I've experienced this where a lot of people can just like at a party or just strangers. Sometimes they just come up to you and just start talking to you about their life. And my sister, my little sister, she's like that too, where she's out and like people will just unload everything. And I have certain friends, like empathic friends who there's something about it where people just feel safe to be able to share everything about every, like everything under the sun. And then there's a lot of people where people might not feel safe around to share that with you. So like, what kind of person do you want to be? How do you want to show up? This episode is really about identifying that, uh, holding space, reflecting, having an awareness for how do you exude yourself? How do you show up throughout life? How do you show up? How do you move throughout this world physically when you're alone? How do you move throughout your space when you're with family? How do you move throughout your space when you're with classmates or peers? How do you move throughout your space when you're with strangers, right? And are they different? Do you walk, talk, stand, feel differently throughout all of those environments? Or are you able to stand in your truth for all, all of them? So how do you tell your story without words is really what I want to get at. And I think it's a really beautiful exercise and practice and and journal a reflective exercise to sit and see what are our ticks because a lot of we have a lot of like unconscious for me you know when you do public speaking like i took i was a communication major and i took advanced public speaking and one of the exercises is we'd give a presentation and then someone would record us giving a presentation and then we'd watch the recording and then you're like holy shit, I had no idea I was doing that with my hands or I was tapping my foot or I had this little nervous twitch where I like put my hand over my eyebrow or I kept touching my nose, you know, and then the verbal ones, which is like the ums, the the, the so's, the ands, the, um, the, all those fillers. But this, I'm talking nonverbal, the nonverbal fillers. How do we, how do we, it's almost the physical version of how do we handle the silence? Sometimes, and for me, like my biggest thing is how do I handle stillness? Because when I get still, I actually get a little uncomfortable. So the way that I navigate that is like I, I rock. I rock left and right. And as an actor, that can be very distracting. As a public speaker, it's very distracting. And so that's in a performative aspect. That's like in a, in a practical aspect of really reflecting on what are these these unconscious habits that I have physically that I carry myself with. Sometimes I... I watch a video of, of myself in life or something and I'm like, dude, is that actually how I stand? Like, is my posture that bad? <laughs> and my neck is kind of hunched over. And sometimes it's interesting because if you're around shorter people or our phones nowadays and like reading books, I'm always kind of hunched over. And I'm like, Andrew, like posture. And it starts with the awareness. Like we can't judge ourselves, but it starts with the awareness, which is why watching tape, if you're an athlete, watching tape is so beneficial because you're able to see things that when you're in the moment, you don't actually see right so yeah man i i love doing this podcast episodes because i never really know where it's gonna end up i kind of just start talking and then it leads into each other and another thing and another idea and it kind of just spirals and and dominoes and snowballs it's cool i'm flexing this muscle and i feel like i'm getting better at it over time which is really exciting really exciting really really cool so yeah guys if you guys 
I hope you guys enjoy this episode and can start paying attention to how we move throughout this world through our body language. What story are we telling without words? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It's the little things. It's the little things. It starts with awareness, my friend. We cannot judge ourselves for the old habits because they're habits for a reason. Awareness and then slowly start to break out of those habits by consciously actively making small changes and then you're going to fall back and then you're going to catch that aware with awareness and then you're going to move you're going to try it again and then you're going to fall back you're going to catch it with awareness you're going to keep going and you're going to do that enough times after weeks 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 months 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 years 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 you build a new habit and then you're actively not even actively you're just unconsciously moving with grace moving the way that you want to move throughout this world carrying yourself in a way that you you know, want to carry yourself in this world. It takes a lot of work and you got to go through the darkness. A lot of the way that we carry ourselves is um, through the deep, unconscious childhood traumas, insecurities, not feelings of enoughness, right? All those things affect our energy and affect the way that we show up and carry ourselves in this world. So a lot of it is emotional uh, work that we need to do as well. Emotional intelligence, clearing, awareness. When we get into, when I start sharing my breath work journeys and and start guiding journeys on that. That's such a great way to tap into your unconscious, your subconscious and unconscious behaviors, beliefs, and emotions. Oh God, the emotions come flooding to the surface. So stay tuned for that. I'm really excited to, uh, to hold space and guide if anyone is interested in practicing that medicine because it's so beautiful, guys. It's so beautiful and I'm really ex excited to share that with the world. So thank you guys for tuning in. As always, if you're digging this, if you're vibing with this, like, comment, rate, subscribe, review. You guys can follow me on Instagram at Larkin underscore Andrew, or you guys can follow me on, on my website at www.andrewlarkin.me. And as always, small act of kindness for you, for others, makes the world go round. We need it now more than ever. Hug a loved one, give a nice bear hug. Human touch is so healing. High five yourself, because you are deserving. You are worthy, you are beautiful, you are unique and gifted. You are growing and learning every single day. You are a leader, and you are enough. You are enough, you are enough, you are enough. And always, always, always. Strive to live a lucid life. This is Andrew Larkin. One love.